0: Let's get into the intro. Welcome to the Blind Swords Podcast.
1: With Time Train
0: Josh Belford. blind Blind squirrels Squirrels fantasy Fantasy podcast Podcast. that's right we're
1: back for year three this is your by popular demand by popular demand Uh, this is your 2020 draft recap episode along with a season preview and week one preview
0: 2020 what a year it's been (laughs) Yes. Yeah. If you want to introduce ourselves to our loyal listeners, you may not.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, this is two-time champion and more recently uh, permanently Saco. inked Sacco. Uh, last year I was irrelevant, which was depressing, but uh, looking forward to bouncing back in 2020. This is White Shirt Incorporated.
2: Uh, this is... Uh, your favorite grass loving New Zealander, Josh <laughs> Belford, back, oh, back, back from a from across the world um, last year. Uh, <laughs> tied for for fourth place, slash third place. I let my Seven weeks in the U.S. carry me to the playoffs, <laughs> and then it all, it all shit. The as bench. expected, <laughs> it all fell apart. Everything fell apart. it was
1: more related to the New England Patriots defense, but.
2: Thanks, um, Trey. Anyways,
1: <laughs> this is your back to back champion, Trey. Yeah, and uh, former sad go Trey Langston. <laughs>
0: and now it's everyone's um. favorite permanent guest. Uh, last year I finished top four in points four. <laughs> <laughs> Just like every other year, it made the, the, lame the playoffs. <laughs> it's Luke Rapert ready to circle those wagons.
1: So that was never made the playoffs, Luke Rapert.
0: Whoa, that is. You know what? Last time I made the playoffs, my team name was Circle the Wagons. He made the playoffs. Yeah. Did he? Has yeah. He, yeah. Never yeah. Jerry we'll
1: like we'll seven. check into the league hall of records on that one, listeners. <laughs> but uh, this is a new year, 2020. Nothing we did in the past matters now.
0: The year I made the playoffs is where I traded, where I traded for Kareem um, Hunt uh, right before the playoffs. I he never played a
1: game for me. Speaking of playoffs, what we're gonna do here is we're gonna kind of go through the draft and pick our playoff teams for this... <laughs> what, what is this? Does that have to do with playoffs? As we're picking our playoff teams okay, for this upcoming year. The draft review goes
0: first.
1: Okay, so draft review, the way we're going to do the draft review is we're just going to kind of go through pick by pick. Uh, we're going to have our guests... Every uh, single every pick. Every, every <laughs> single selection all the way to Mr. Irrelevant. Brandon McManus uh, or no 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 Daniel Daniel Jones. Jones. Sorry, I forgot it goes the other way (laughs) Um, It's already been dropped. We'll get to that later (laughs) But we're just gonna you know, we're gonna have our hosts go through and say what they thought some of the best picks of the draft Were some of the worst picks it was a good draft over at the McCombs residence Uh, Little a little uh, bad weather, but overall I thought it was a pretty good draft Um, Round one Pretty chalky. This is one of the uh, more running back heavy drafts we've had in recent years. I believe 16 out of the first 20 picks were running backs, which we've never seen that before in a blind squirrels league. Um, We saw a lot of receivers falling. uh, Trey picking up Tyreek Hill at the end of round two, which I thought, you know, one of my best value picks of the draft. Um, and then moving into round three, a lot of you know, once the good running backs were gone, we saw more receivers come off the board. But uh, what were y'all's overall impressions of the draft this year?
2: Um, it's interesting. All the pre-trades, and then also all uh, of the uh, in, in lot draft of, trades. A lot, lot of movement. Ended.
1: Cole's Cole's uh, pre-draft proposal to not <laughs> not allow in draft trades was immediately shot down. And. Uh, <laughs> It, it, we're seeing more and more moves every every year. This year we had Cannon shoot up in the third round to snipe George Kittle right before Trey picked. We had people... Oh, that
0: was a great pick. We had, <laughs> that was awesome. That was pretty awesome.
1: Uh, Sorry, Trey. We had Luke basically giving away every single pick he had to take five players in the first 40 picks or something yeah, like that. I didn't
0: have my own pick until the eighth round. <laughs>
1: so a lot of movement around the board, which is pretty... Pretty cool to see, but also just confusing as hell. Shout out to the whiteboard there. We would have been fucked without that thing. <laughs> yeah, we really would have been. Um, Thanks, but, Luke. All right, so let's start off just, you know, Trey, do you have any of your best or worst picks you want to talk about? Uh, I was just going to give a general impression. Yeah. General impression. Um, so I, I was kind of impressed with how the, the draft – or uh, surprised and impressed with how the people drafted the. the Kind of the one-two turn. Like, I kind of think we drafted like, like so I've done a couple drafts since our draft, and like those guys are just morons, and I got like amazing players. Like our drafts really was like kind of like an expert draft if you look at it. Yeah, we're all like, experts. Wow. I'm just saying like oh, uh, hello us all. <laughs> <laughs> like all like the good running backs went high because like I think people just understood that the receivers were better in, like, well, rounds three and four. Everyone except for Ty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got but, baited into taking a wide receiver. I <laughs> mean, like, I feel like the quarterbacks went where they should go. The ends went where they should go. I like could be like kind of over time our league has gotten even, like, smarter. I don't know. Um, mm, some some of
2: we're anyways. still pretty stupid. Some,
0: um, so, Sorry, I mean, want a couple of the uh, better picks of the draft. The first one uh, is obvious because uh, it's just – Validated itself very quickly after the draft was Antonio Gibson uh, from Canon. Got him. I
1: was not on board with that
0: pick. <laughs> I was real. I was really wanting. Antonio Gibson with my next pick coming around. I thought about on the pick before, but because I'd gone running back heavy, right. uh, so yeah. I had to get receiver. And then, I feel well, like isn't this, this bit, kind
1: of a hindsight? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, what, that's, okay. that's, that's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Hindsight, it worked out really. I feel well. like, like I would, if the situation had remained the same. I feel like round eight was like. I don't actually know it was round eight. It I looks like think it was because he picked him before Lindsey, so I think it was like round eight. That's where it is in the board. But anyways, I thought it was a reach. At the time. He picked him over Kareem Hunt. See, I don't know. I, don't know I think true. he did. God, this board is confusing. Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out one of my top picks of the draft. Um, I thought that George Kittle was a really good pick for Cannon, mostly because he traded up in front of Cannon or in front of Trey for it, and just. Getting that top two tight end in, in the third round. He already had Clyde, who made me butt hurt. Uh, taking his stupid Chiefs jersey out of his backpack. Um, <laughs> picking up Julio, elite wide receiver, and then picking up a top two, possibly the number one tight end in, in fantasy. Through three rounds, Cannon's team. Pretty good. If, you know, it fell apart after that, obviously, but uh, through three rounds, I thought Cannon might have had the best
2: first three picks of the draft. Funny thing about that that I don't know if you guys knew or not, but I actually contacted Cannon about trying to trade back, and not he didn't contact me about trying to trade oh, up boy. and steal him. Yeah, he wasn't trying to snipe him.
1: So some behind the scenes here from the GM of the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's okay. I didn't want Kittle anyways. <laughs> um, um, another good value that I thought was uh, – Will getting Chris Carson in the fourth, I thought he he was kind of my last of those um, good running. Yeah, backs. Good, good running backs. Like I thought that was uh, good value where he could get his uh, his RP two there in the fourth, and he went wide receiver first and third. Even if he did go Allen Robinson, the nice homer pick from McCombs.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I got Marlon Mack in round ten. I thought it was a really good pick especially because Josh needed help at running back. with. Yep. Well, we'll get to DeAndre Swift in the worst pick section, but uh, <laughs> uh he, he needed some depth at running back slash someone to start until Swift or Dobbins get on their feet. But I thought I was looking at Marlon Mack if Josh hadn't taken him there, and I thought round 10 for the Colts starter, at least for the time being, was a really, really good value there. Yeah.
2: I thought I thought it it was kind of it was kind of the easy pick, but I think uh, Trey got a pretty I personally think he got a really good value for Tyreek Hill in the second. Yeah. I just thought thinking him falling that far I I didn't think that would happen. I would probably take Tyreek over Mike Evans. Sorry, Ty. I Wait what? Tyreek Ty went Evans. over Mike Evans. He didn't go he's
1: uh
0: Sorry, he didn't yeah, actually I, go there. I had oh, a, Mike uh, Evans was a, was, Ty a, Ty yeah, Ty Ty was a traided, third round. I trade out the second.
2: Right, right, right. I forgot about that. Well, yeah, I still think it was – either way, I still think it was a pretty good value.
1: And, yeah, um, you know, same like, – same and then Hopkins at – what was that? Hopkins at 24, I think, was yeah. uh, Jerry – And I think Hopkins, for me at least, I know a lot of people are down on Hopkins with him moving to Arizona, but I thought Hopkins was a great selection by Jerry, at least, because he had already gone RB, RB. especially for his team. So uh, the reason I traded out of 14 originally with Luke is because I was worried that I wouldn't be able to get Hopkins at 14, and I wanted a really good, and I just wanted to stockpile picks, and he ended up going at 24th overall. So... That just shows you, like, how crazy the running backs were that guys like Hopkins and Julio and Hill fell that far. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the picks I thought was the best in the draft was uh, Dak Prescott in round seven.
0: I was about to comment on – I thought Dak and Kyler's value was both really good.
1: Yeah, Kyler, too. Those guys were, like, three and four for me at quarterback. Same. Um, and they went, you know, four rounds or whatever – you know, at least three rounds after Mahomes and Jackson – so they got to get a couple more stud running backs and receivers early and still got, like, Prescott could just be great, and so could Kyler. And don't sleep on Russell Wilson, round seven, the mainstay for Max. Uh, I thought that was, you know. That's true. He went, I think, after Dak and after – I think he was kind of the last one to go.
0: I think he was the first of those. Was he? Yeah. Did he yeah, go I was, I was, yeah. at the We're beginning? Yeah. Um,
1: and then another one of my favorite picks was uh, DJ Moore for, by Ty. Um, Woo! I had I had <laughs> DJ Moore as uh, a top eight receiver, and he got him in round four, so I really like that.
0: Yeah, I think what would I, I have one more good pick, and then we'll move the bats. someone else has I got one more
1: good one, one. and okay. then we will move
0: one one more one good, one. good that I'll two more out, good. Two uh, for Cole was a good uh, yeah, I know a bunch of people <laughs> feel different I mean no, I, I like, like him I just I he kinda of took
1: him high. He took him
2: at fifty. Like, well I mean well, he took him about based where he on goes. ADP, I'm pretty sure he technically got a few picks of a, worth of value, I think. I,
0: yeah. just, li- I, I, I just like I know like Mostert, I think he's being yeah, undervalued by, like his ADP is undervalued as his That's fair. He's on an incredible rushing offense. Um mm-hmm. and you know, people are concerned with Splitting carries like Colmers. So I'm just, yeah. I, I think there's a good chance, a really good chance of him being a league guy. And if he is, then he's going to be a freak.
1: Yeah. And then the, the the last good pick I had was uh, obviously by my own team, <laughs> picking up Zach Ertz at the end of round six. I was, going... I was about to say, that. wait, really? <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to blow yourself. Well, you know, multiple people can blow me. It's fine. Uh, no. Ertz going. Almost two full rounds after Mark Andrews, Andrew, yeah. which, you know, a lot of people view them in the kind of the same tier, so to get that kind of value on a guy... Uh, well, actually,
2: that's actually not true. because I'm uh, yeah, pretty sure had, it's true.
0: Andrew had three
1: fifth-round picks after trading with Luke, so he took Andrews in the fifth and he got Ertz in the sixth. Okay, so it was one pick later, or one round later, but I think it was like 14, 15 picks later. It was 43 and, like, 57, I think, were the picks. Okay, yeah. So, and yeah, still good value. Still really good value there for Ertz. Uh, with all the Eagles injuries at wide receiver, he should be peppered with targets, at least to start the year. All right, so should we skip over to the worst picks of the draft? The
0: year, beach Josh, picks. Josh, you
1: got any worst picks of the draft over there?
2: Um, Well, you can just kind of look at most of Max's picks <laughs> and just, like, Point a finger and pick one out. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I would probably say I thought Ebron in the eighth round. <laughs> the eighth, the turn, um, yeah.
0: the eighth turn for Max is yeah. What I was gonna hit on because so, so, uh, likely would have gone undrafted. Yeah, Michelle very easily could have gone undrafted. Yep. and like it, he got helped out with a. Damien, uh, uh, Damien Harris injury. Max, you just had to go. More s- but even Max just had
1: to go take care of those cats. Really, just <laughs> just like
2: just going down is the rest of his picks. Mike Davis, who? Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm pretty sure he's just super so that, old. That's, the that's top he's, he's
1: not so old. Mike Davis? No, he's, he's he's been in the league for like three years. I, like he's maybe I'm thinking he different. Pretty he's pretty just pretty not pretty good. Definitely yeah, <laughs> feel he's been on three teams. Yeah, he's been uh, on the Bears and the Seahawks.
2: Well, okay, then, uh, but also C- Seattle being the first defense off the board for Max. For yeah, he was the first defense sure of anybody. They're
1: going to blow this year, and they play Atlanta Week One. Yes, so.
2: <laughs> let's not forget
1: Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> I just didn't.
2: <laughs> I just didn't under, understand it. I just didn't know. It no, kind of no, seemed like he just on the phone? quit trying. He's like, who's some tight ends that are on the board? <laughs> and <right>. Candy was <laughs> like, only uh, <laughs> I mean, Kyle Rudolph. Like, <laughs> Kyle, Rudolph. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph, he's like, oh wait, Kyle Rudolph? <laughs> right, so, Instimation, uh, worst
1: piece of the draft, maxes rounds 8 through 16. Um, well, yeah. I kind of like the value on Sterling Shepard. Yeah, Shepard was solid. Yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> all right, Ty, you got any worst picks over there? Yeah, the one that sticks out to me is Matt uh, (laughs) Breida in round eight, I believe, going around guys like. He was not on my board. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It was the beginning of round eight.
1: Picks up the uh, worst half of the Dolphins RBBC, who also, the Dolphins just recently acquired Lynn Bowden from the Raiders for a fourth round pick. So making that backfield even more crowded. Um. But he took he took him around guys like Hunt, Cohen. I'm pretty sure he took him before Hunt and Gibbs. Yeah, that's just you know that's no nah, I don't know about that, but it's definitely going that way. I just don't know where they actually play. <sighs> yeah, no, I don't. I just don't really like him this year at all, and I don't think he has any upside. I actually thought that Cole might have forgot he wasn't on the Niners and was trying to lock up the Niners' backfield with Mostert and Breida. <laughs> so that's honestly awesome. – when he when he said Matt Breida and then, you know, looking one sticker down, the Aaron Rodgers pick was kind of a head-scratcher. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's probably a Hall of Famer and one of the best quarterbacks to ever play football. But for 2020 Fantasy, I don't really like him, and I thought a lot of guys also that went after him are better. Yeah, like there's <laughs> just a lot I mean, of guys Josh that Allen aren't great.
0: starting week one, and Josh Allen has a great uh, – at least first two games, most likely. Right, like he's
1: one. probably going to end up starting Josh Allen over Aaron Rodgers, and he drafted him four rounds later. So it just did, that didn't really make a lot of sense. It kind of seemed like a name value selection by Cole. There, I think he was distracted by trying to keep Jerry entertained. Uh, okay, so uh, just
0: horrible pick. And I don't know. I don't know what Andrew was thinking on this. Leonard, <laughs> Ford. <laughs> <laughs> that was about to a
2: backup in the sixth round, Andrew?
0: Mm.
2: Come on now. Hey, we don't know that he's the backup. Hey. He's the
0: backup. He's the backup. Yeah. As of right now. Oh, wait. As of right now, but also last year, uh, Arians said uh, Rojo's our guy, and then it was like a 60-40 split. And so, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know what Trey was thinking there, reaching for Ronald. Too, yeah. Speaking of backups getting drafted in the sixth, He's not a backup yet, but uh,
1: apparently reports have just been awful on Devin Singletary uh, coming out of camp, or at least like not glowing, and Moss <laughs> has been kind of rising on the draft board. Yeah. So, Moss went around uh, I think 10. Singletary is not one of my favorite picks in round 6 uh, th- by Jerry. I mean, it, it's like okay, but I could easily see a situation where he's kind of
0: useless at yeah, through yeah, the season. Singletary, because um, I love him talent-wise, um, but I think we're gonna be getting a solid split uh, in that backfield, and then it's been talked about uh, throughout camp where it's likely that Moss could get a lot of the really valuable touches, like within yeah. the ten and within the twenty. And so,
1: here's a here's a thing: Zach Moss is replacing Frank Gore, and he can't be worse than Frank Gore was <laughs> last year on the Bills, Goal. getting handed the ball at the. Half inch line four times in a row and being rejected. <laughs> when he was at your four, yes. So I remember it very well. Singletary will still be good, still get be efficient. I don't know what his volume will look like, but I feel like Moss will be more than what Frank Gore was last year for sure. Uh, in the same vein, uh, I thought Le'Veon Bell's one of the worst picks of the draft by Ty. <laughs> yeah, Luke, you moron. <laughs> in round four, just because. I mean, it's kind of, one of the, another hindsight pick, but like since the draft, there's definitely been some reports out about Bell, like splitting with Gore and getting in fights with Adam Gase, and it just it's kind of seems like that situation's just not good, um, so I, I don't know. I mean, the
2: was. situation was never good. Yeah. Literally, Adam Gase got like hired, and he was like, I wish we wouldn't have spent so much money on a running back. Yeah, Luke, <laughs> please defend this pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Listen, I'm not worried about this ball. <laughs> I think he's gonna still be catching a lot of passes. Um, I like he's an RB three for me on my roster now, so I'm not. I don't need him to be uh, Le'Veon Bell good. I need him to be. I need him to be fine.
1: You don't need him to be good, Le'Veon Bell.
0: Yeah, no, I don't need him to be
1: three <laughs> right. years. No, Le'Veon gotcha. Bell. I mean, oh. One more pick that Ty teased earlier is uh, this is kind of another hindsight one, but sorry, Josh, DeAndre Swift. Uh, his injury is holding him back. He's a rookie with a COVID year, and they just signed AP to go along with carry-on. Kind of see him not having a role till like, maybe midseason, and maybe he's more of a pass catcher with the line, so that could have been mostly a waste of a pick. You kind of have to just hope he eventually
0: breaks out <laughs> in round six. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one
1: I want to highlight, trash pick here. Uh, round six for Ronald Jones <laughs> – uh, he's just in a really crowded backfield with Leonard Fournette. They did just get rid of Dare Agumba Wale. So, you know, may- maybe <laughs> maybe a few more touches to go around. But they brought in LaShawn McCoy. They drafted Keyshawn Vaughn. Clearly, they don't trust Ronald Jones to carry the load there in Tampa Bay. So, if I was Trey, I'd be really nervous about what his role is going to be. Uh, I think Ronald Jones should have been closer to. Round 9 or 10. Okay, that the Fournette thing happened after the draft. It
2: was pretty easy to foresee that, I think. <laughs> so uh, I'll just uh, kind of touching on that, too. I think Trey just uh, kind of had a shocker for 5, 6, and 7. <laughs> but hear me out for this. So, Gordon, he was just the one to pull the trigger because nobody wanted to touch him with a 10-foot <laughs> pole. That's why he fell so far uh, from regular ADP. Then Ronald Jones, Ty, just hit it pretty well. And then the reason David Mopportunity was a bad pick was because he could have taken Will behind the woodshed, <laughs> put his penis inside of him, and got Whoa. every single pick for the next five rounds just so Will could get David Mopportunity. <laughs> Will offered it to me, but then uh, but then Trey took him, I'm pretty sure, before I could. Uh, so.
1: We here at the Blind Squirrels Fantasy Podcast do not promote sexual
2: assault. <laughs> He could have trade-raped him, and he didn't. (laughs) Terrible, Um, terrible pick. Speaking of uh, Will
1: and Bears, this isn't so much a bad pick as a collective bad strategy here by Will. Uh, You know, he just can't help himself every year (laughs) taking (laughs) multiple Bears in an offense that's just not fantasy productive. I mean, Allen Robinson, I liked that value in round three. I'm not going to dog on that pick. Cohen could be decent while Mop is out uh, to start the year. But then we got Anthony Miller, who, you know, a lot of people like as a breakout. I don't really see it. And it's just another bear to count on. Chicago D, fucking Jimmy Graham. I mean,
0: it just gets <laughs> no, embarrassing. Okay. No, I say the something thing about th- Anthony Miller is I kind of like, you know, round, round 11 when he took him, might have reached a little bit, but he's getting, grabbing him before Andrew, you know. So if you want him, you know, you kind of have to get him there. My problem with him is you have Allen Robinson, and so you're not going to start both of them at any point. And so like, what if are Robinson cuffing Robins Robinson... Were, I mean, if he were to get hurt, Miller would definitely gain value. Yeah, but, like, you don't
2: handcuff. usually uh, you don't usually handcuff wide receivers. Yeah, like, I'm not I'm a like fan a of that.
1: Of, okay, guys, we're talking about the sack over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I
2: guess what you are saying... The, wait, though. So, this is a crazy thing, too, though. He has seven players from two teams. If, and one of the teams the is Lizard his absolute team. rival. Is his the team he hates more than any other team? Supposedly, so he has two Green Bay Packers and five she, players from Chicago. Yeah, he's pretty. He has
0: well, he still oh, has Metcalf.
2: He has Metcalf and
1: Carson. I, I do. Yeah, I don't love the concentration on all these players. Let's just.
2: For his for his sake, he needs the Bears to win ten games, the the uh, Packers to win ten games, and the Seahawks he, to win ten, he 10 games. He also needs
1: he also needs Marlon Mack to disappear because for Taylor to like to for Taylor to return that round five price tag, I feel like we're gonna need to see him be really involved early in the season, or he's he's gonna be uh, in trouble. I disagree, just because he he got Metcalf and he can start Metcalf until Taylor's ready, so I, I don't necessarily need to test it. So own. I guess what we're saying is that uh, Will took all these Bears players much to Andrews. Sugar! Sh- oh, <laughs> all
0: right, and now are we in team are we rankings. Everyone's favorite segment.
1: We, what is everyone's favorite? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Are uh, yeah? We can do that. Wait. What? Aren't we doing team rankings though? we can do that now. I don't yeah, know. Let's, let's just jump in. we're already talking about the team, so we might as well. All right, everybody. Uh, back from our commercial break. <laughs> um, let's get into the You know, now we've talked about some draft and, you know, some of the best and worst picks. Now we're going to talk about the teams as a whole and what we uh, see as their 2020 season outlook. Um, I think the easiest way to go about this is we're just going to kind of – uh, go uh, in a circle, and we're going to talk about you know what teams we liked, what teams we didn't like, and who we see. Uh, well, it's kind of two different things though, because there are good drafted teams, and then there's the managers. So Jerry, no, the, the this, managers this is like previous season. So what is is so this just, is this, is this draft? Rankings, okay, okay, roster rankings. I'm going to go first. Um, I have got Jeremiah Ojeda with the. Best roster post draft. I really liked what he did. Uh, he got two stud running backs. I really like Kamara. Aaron Jones was kind of the last of a tier for me. You know, he he didn't get great value on him, but just to lock up those two running backs, and then for me, Hopkins, top five wide receiver. He got him at 24. AJ Brown, Tyler Lockett, solid two, second, third wide receivers. I really like Dak this year. So he he his starting roster to me. Dak Prescott, Kamara, Aaron Jones, Hopkins, A.J. Brown, Lockett, and then even Evan Ingram is a solid tight end. I think, you know, his depth, questionable, but that starting roster to me was the best out of anyone in the draft. Uh, let's go around and just
0: everyone say where they had Jerry ranked. How Jerry is probably like my third or fourth.
2: Okay. Trey? I,
0: probably my fourth. Okay. okay. I had Jerry second.
2: Uh, I haven't – I didn't make a rankings because I was – Lazy,
1: shitty podcast host.
2: Um, but I think I would probably put him closer to where Luke had him, fourth, fourth kind or fifth. of middle. Yeah. yeah, fourth or fifth. I'm just not high personally high on uh, Hopkins and Brown this year, but they're obviously going to produce, so it's like still a good, it's still good, you know. Like.
1: Yeah. All right, and then.
2: No,
0: oh yeah, I'll say Jerry's my third.
1: Jerry's third. Okay. Yeah. So, and then uh, my second favorite team uh, was one of our very own here. Uh, Lucas Raper. Oh,
0: baby. Uh,
1: you know, I wasn't. I wasn't sure about the studs and duds strategy, and this is actually, you know, this is post trade with me, so it's a little, a little fudged. Um, <laughs> like originally, I had him like fourth or fifth, and then I moved him up to second once he got Michael Thomas, because I'm not a huge fan of Robert Woods, so I didn't love him as a one, but I think he's a really solid two, and then to have Lamar. Uh, Chubb mix in with Michael Thomas, thats that's to me is really, really good lineup. And then, you know, the only weakness of Luke's team is the Blake out. <laughs> 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 like, I mean, I like Blake Jarwin, but just in a 10-team league, you will probably have one of the three worst tight ends over the course of the year.
0: Probably. And I'm like, I'm not unless he just does just Blake out. Right. I'm planning on the streaming tight end. Right. And I want to
1: see what I got in the round, or week one. So. Yeah, so, you know, hopefully he'll be able to put something together a streaming tight end, but you're not going to, have to stream quarterback. You got the number one quarterback from last year. Uh, if Lamar does anything close to what he did last year, I think Luke is going to be a lock for top four and points for, you know, whether, whether that, whether that gives <laughs> whether that them a playoff berth, we'll see. But I really like your lineup with Michael Thomas. i like the depth you got at receiver. I was a cooks guy. I like Crowder. You know, you, you gave up the best one with Marvin Jones, but uh, I'm also, I got a, I got, I still have a man crush on Levion So I think he has enough upside and he's a good RB three for your team. So I really like what Luke did and I have him as my second team in the league as of now.
0: Luke, or did you have yourself? Yeah, I gotta be honest here. I have myself at first. <laughs> <laughs> shocker. Wait, wait, well, breaking news shocker. about one of
2: Luke's picks. <gasps> Damian, Damian Harris, Harris on, on IR. IR. Oh! Season, oh! Season, I, I dropped him see, to log wait, the Jags. Season Indian <laughs> No, I don't think so. I mean, uh, probably, probably the part.
0: first three weeks. Probably, probably. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think between Chubb and Mixon, uh, and then Chubb and Mixon, I think is. Top three running back combo uh, that was drafted. I think possibly the best wide receiver combo in Thomas and Woods. Um, and obviously, <laughs> I said I said possibly. <laughs> I said, well, Lamar Jackson, uh, as good a quarterback as you can get there. And so, I like it. I like it. I feel I feel pretty good. Yep, uh, and I
1: had Luke as my number one roster. Whoa! Whoa. I did some rankings adjustments right before this, uh, and I moved Luke to one. Hopping height titties. I I think he played the trading up game well. He started off with three stud running backs, which I really liked that strategy. Grabbed Lamar and then grabbed Robert Woods, and then like a couple guy, a couple uh, other receivers, he could just kind of mix and match. So his his roster I already did like, and then he was able to trade away Dalvin. For Michael Thomas and Le'Veon Bell, who, I mean, I don't love Bell, but, I mean, you basically just got Bell for free on top of Michael Thomas. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) for free. Marvin Jones. (laughs) Sorry. Um,
0: So, yeah, I really like Luke's team.
1: It's, you know, you're definitely counting on Lamar to kind of repeat. But, I mean, he has studs elsewhere. So, I I think he has a really high floor
2: and ceiling. So, I have Luke at one.
1: You have anything to add on Luke's team, or where do you have? What do you think? What do you think about this roster? I
2: don't know. That guy, uh, Damian Harris, got on IR.
1: Really, <laughs> really <laughs> hurts him. Oh, we completely overlooked the Jags' backfield too. I was
0: actually pretty excited about Damian Harris. <laughs> 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 Idiot. That's um. I'm
2: yeah, I've, I've got Luke at probably two or three for me. Um, I just didn't, like I said, didn't do the ranking, so I would have to like, yeah, <laughs> look into it. But uh, Max is really scraping at number one, so I don't know if I want to lock Luke in at one yet. Okay, um, my third favorite
1: roster post-draft is actually Andrew. Oh. I've got Andrew third. I Where is Andrew's team? He's
0: playing me week one.
1: Okay, yeah, he's got... Um, Derek Henry and Austin Eckler, you know, I don't actually love either of those players, but he did get two consensus top 10, top 12-ish running backs. And I think the lack of catches for Henry should be made up by the uh, abundance of catches for Eckler. So, you know, half PPR, that may offset. Kenny G, he grabbed him right in front of me at pick 26 in the draft. That kind of pissed me off. But Kenny G, I thought it was a really good value, uh, 26. He got Juju, who I like at wide receiver two, and then Keenan. Holy shit, how did we not talk about this in the best picks of the draft? Yeah. Keenan Allen in like the end of round five was an amazing pick. Keenan Allen just got paid as a top two wide receiver in the NFL. He's a really talented player. Obviously, his quarterback situation's a question mark, and Wait, but I think oh, I thought you were talking about Andrew's I was like n- no, I'm saying Watson. No. <laughs> uh, but Keenan Allen, I think, as a flex is still really good, even in a 10 team league. Obviously the Fournette situation muddies his running backs a little bit but there are some people that think the move to Tampa Bay is actually good for Fournette and he'll be in a good offense and surrounded by better players so we'll see we'll see what happens there I'm not ready to plummet that yet and then Mark Andrews top four tight end Deshaun Watson he he did get the last running quarterback available uh, in the draft, so I really like what he did with his team. Talk to Josh Allen. Man. Or, sorry, Tyrod Taylor. Taylor made it okay, in the draft. <laughs> and then even you know, si- since the draft, Zach Moss has risen on a lot of people's boards. He yeah. picked up Moss in round ten. Um, I, I even liked the Edelman pick. Yeah, I mean yes, Jalen I J- Jalen Rager. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Rager, obviously shoulder injury, uh, but I liked the pick at the time. And then Nicole Hardman has some upside, so I really liked. Andrew's whole draft, I thought he... talking about every pick? Let's go here. This is just like a classic Andrew team, kind of ranking slavey, but safe, and will probably be pretty solid, so...
0: Yeah, Andrew's my number four team, and part of that is, I said, like, I I thought I had one of the top three running back combos. I think Andrew has a really good running back combo, too, and Derek Henry, the king, uh, very safe, but also could just repeat as being a monster, like he was last year, and then Eckler... um, upside, a little more risky, but uh, pass catching back and so switching over to half-point PPR really helps out Eckler for this year.
1: Half-point PPR?
0: Yes. <laughs> it's right.
1: half PPR?
0: Yeah. Where you get? half-point. You're, you're saying
1: half-point point, point per reception when you say half-point PPR.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, Ty's
1: technically right. Uh, I have Andrew. I also have Andrew at four. Uh,
2: I've got Andrew. I've got Andrew at five because that's where he belongs, right in the middle, right like, in irrelevancy.
1: Somewhere, don't, I between,
2: don't know somewhere rating. between one and ten. I, I still got to figure it out. Um, to be honest, I, I just don't think Juju is gonna get back to where he was, and um, I actually think Eckler is gonna be in for a big downturn. Whoa, dust. Uh, I think Eckler is gonna be a. I think he's gonna be a. a be a big bust he went as like what the one two three four five six seven eight nine 10. he went as like the 11th off the board i think he's going to be probably between 15 and 20 uh he's just not going to get the receptions that he did last year with philip rivers because that was p one, river that, that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't really like a it was sort of by design, but it was more so that is how Phillip Rivers plays. Phillip Rivers throws it to his running backs a lot. That's why uh, – not that he'll necessarily have starting value on my team, but Naeem Hines is going to have better like value to the Colts as a player, not necessarily fantasy, yeah. because he's a catch, uh, catching running back. And so um, I just don't think that Tyrod Taylor is going to hit him as much, nearly as much as he got last year. All right, so that's
1: Andrew's team, Suck My Didka. Uh, now, going to my fourth rank team. This may shock. Is that no, I'm, I'm, I'm at four. No. Uh, this, I'm may shock, this may shock. This may shock the listeners. <laughs> We're actually going with Team Hendrissy at four. Whoa. Uh, and I'm gonna defend this as best I can. Uh, obviously, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey take five hours this time. Sorry, Christian McCaffrey, best player in fantasy. I really like Gurley. I really uh, like Connor. Like and then I, I kind of love A.J. Green. So I think out of those three receivers, you can find two that works for him. Obviously, the rest of his draft was shit. But I think he had a really nice start, and, you know, Max will f- find a way. He's the Oracle.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to question his tight end decisions, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, obviously, McCaffrey is incredible. I was out on both Connor and Gurley. Um, and so that's a big hit for me. And so I have him towards the bottom because of that. Yeah. I, like, I like Diggs um and I like Shocker. A.J. green <laughs> <laughs> well uh, well I'm saying I'm saying like AJ green he max grabbed him quite a bit before adp but he's been adp wise really undervalued in my opinion uh, yeah because he's going like back at the seventh yeah he has no f- quarterback well,
2: Russell Wilson
0: please stop Diggs. oh stop I was like talking trying <laughs> max again I was like what the I mean, he supported John uh, yeah. Brown's solid but so where do you have Max? Towards the end, Okay, yeah,
1: I, I also have Max at 8. Um, I did not like Connor, Gurley, Diggs, Hilton. Those four picks, I didn't like any of them. I did think he would even himself with Green and Wilson, but basically I just and then he just
0: left and washed his cats and sent in some trash picks <laughs> to him. So. He has a lot of injury risk in uh, Connor, Gurley, Hilton, and Green. Yeah.
2: So. Oh geez, yeah. No, I haven't eight. I don't like Max's team. <laughs> um I guess we're not we're not predicting how people finish right now with just nice. off this. Then, uh, yeah, I might have Max at nine or ten. Okay. You just haven't done your rankings yet. I haven't done my All right. rankings. <laughs> my uh,
1: my fifth ranked team is myself, uh, you know
0: nine or
1: ten. <laughs> I got well, let's talk about my team, you know, day after Dalvin Cook. Mark Ingram, both purple running backs. I like that combination. <laughs> and then I was, I'm pretty big on Evans. A lot of people, a lot of people like Godwin over Evans. I don't think so. Evans has had a thousand receiving yards six years in a row, and just got a solid quarterback. Odell, his bounce back is coming. Uh, keep, keep sleeping. Everyone's saying he's washed. D.J. Moore is a god. Zach Ertz, god. The quarterbacks, <laughs> gods. All all my bench players are gonna break out. This Honestly, is it. you might have to adjust your rankings <laughs> after this. <laughs> you know, I, I'm trying to be objective about it. I, I do like some other teams, but you know, I'm obviously gonna find a way to win the championship this year. But I got myself a five.
0: Yeah, you want? I have you lo- probably six or seven. I, you want you because you went wide receiver heavy, and I didn't like the ones you went with. like. I'm not big on Evans. I'm not big on Odell. I like the DJ Moore pick a lot. Um, but yeah, I just I, I didn't like the wide receivers that you went heavy on, other than Michael Thomas. Alright, fuck
1: you, man. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. uh, <laughs> so I have tied at 5 as well, so I, I just saw it was a fine roster. I mean, you got a good value on Ertz and DJ Moore, but I didn't love the value on Beckham. Uh, and then you just traded Bell away for nothing. Well, we'll um, that, sorry, sorry. You traded Bell away for someone that
0: went after your first round pick. I will say that it did help you. In the set, like, I do think Dalvin, Mecur Ross, like oh, having yeah. Dalvin there no, like instead of Bell as your RB two. And I do well, like I'm you know Bell would have been one, but I do like
1: Will Fuller, Tyler Boyd, and your quarterback. So I'd be a five, but that's just kind of I would say it's like good, not great.
2: Thanks, <laughs> Josh. Um uh, I'm thinking I, I got Ty at probably probably four for me.
0: Woo God, it's like it's
2: Even gone, though man. I hate Evans.
0: Woo woo woo. woo.
2: Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember this the
1: scene from the oh, league where he's no. like, Oh Andre, you ever been to a County Crows concert?
0: <laughs> woo, woo, woo.
1: Okay, uh <laughs> right. moving on. Uh Canon at six. Like I said, he may have had the best three-pick start of the draft with Clyde, Julio, and Kittle. I don't really like DJ that much, and the rest of his team was kind of shit. Uh, DJ Chark, I mean, I guess he can soak up targets in Jacksonville, but I don't like Akers. I don't like Gibson. I don't like Lindsey. He waited way too long to pick a quarterback. He went with Ertz, who has no wide receivers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> fucking words yes he went with, he went with Wentz who has no wide receivers I guess big Ben he'll be able to stream those two but I thought he should have picked one a little earlier than that um and then yeah I just you know I thought his roster's fine I didn't like the Devonte Parker pick that much uh he was like three sheets down for me when he picked him and he's a starting flex so that's a little rough David Johnson might get hurt now he doesn't have much great depth behind him so I got cannon at six kind of a middling team
0: yeah, I think Cannon was my number two. Oh! Uh, I, like I love the layers. I like I, love, I like his wide receiver. I like Chart quite a bit. And then honestly, it comes down for me. I love the Acres pick was great value. Uh, Gibson, obviously, instant validation there. I like Gibson a lot. And then Debo Samuel, uh, right. if he comes back from injury, well, then uh, I think part of part of me liking Cannon's roster is those late guys. I think I have a really good chance of hitting for him. Though um, they very well could, so. But my bet is that they will, and he's my number two roster. Yeah, I have Cannon at six. Uh, <laughs> pretty much I agree with Ty. I, his team, I actually really
1: like it. Uh, so, like, six is not, like, you can definitely win with this team. It's just a couple nitpicky things, like, uh, you know, Devontae Parker, David Johnson. I, I didn't, I it actually wasn't bad picks, but I just, I don't love those guys. Um, yeah. And then his quarterbacks are kind of bummy. All that wins is top
2: five. Canyon's <laughs> <laughs> um, probably hovering around four and five for me. You <laughs>
1: And Josh has four teams ranked at number four. <laughs>
2: no, that's not true. It four seems five. like you said, like, four or five. Three or five. That's I probably have four teams between three, four, and five, yes, but that's not that bad. Um yeah, obviously with
1: that. Who All right. cares? And coming in at number seven is the Mighty Ducks. Uh, what what pick did you have? The second one? Two. Two. Okay. Um yeah, I I really liked Josh's start again, uh, with Zeke, Kelsey. I am a huge cup guy. <laughs> I'm a huge Cup guy. Are <laughs> you drafting right now? I,
0: um,
1: I really like Cup a lot. I'm not sure about him as the one, as a one on a fantasy roster, but I like him enough. And then obviously you have the best quarterback and arguably the best tight end in fantasy. the The RB two situation for me, I almost feel like you're going to end up making a trade at some point. Because unless uh, Mark Ingram gets hurt, <laughs> unless Mark Ingram gets hurt or DeAndre Swift just proves everyone wrong, you're kind of, you know, just hoping Marlon Mack keeps the job, which he very well could. And, you know, behind the best offensive line in football, Marlon Mack may prove everyone wrong and, you know, stay a top 15 fantasy running back. So, but I, I'm not sure about that. I do like McLaurin. I don't know why your team is ranked so low. I pretty much like everything about your team other than RB2, which I'm sure you'll even. You know, admit that that's your biggest weakness. Uh, the Michael Gallup round seven, I like Gallup a lot. I CeeDee Lamb may start to take our targets away from him, but I think he's still good for now. So I got Josh at seven with the potential to move up, pending his RB2 situation.
0: I also have Josh. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna,
2: uh, I'll, I'll wait till my turn. Sorry. I also <laughs> have
0: Josh at seven, and it's, uh, again, the running back situation is what, you know, worries me. Uh, I'm fine with going early round quarterback, I'm fine with going early earlier round tight end. I don't think I would have done both, and so I think that just hurts his depth there. Uh, I do like his receivers quite a bit, uh, and obviously, he's banking on the quarterback and tight end being a difference maker for him, which that stat very well could be. Uh, I just, the running back situation concerns me too much. I also have Josh at seven. Consistent! <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should have myself at seven. You uh, don't want to
1: be so <laughs> but Josh, There was a tear break for me between 7 and 8, I would say. Like, I do like Josh's team. Uh, Zeke's a stud. Kelsey and Mahomes should be number one in their position. I like Cup and McLaurin. It really comes down to, I agree with the guys, like RB2. And I also was lower on, like, Gallup uh, and Deontay Johnson. So I I think Flex and RB2 could be a situation for you. But, I mean, like, the (laughs) the top of your roster is studly.
2: Um, So... Obviously, Ty also touched on maybe I should have been a little higher, but when he went over Cannon's team, all he did was shit on the entire thing. He was like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. I have him at 6. And then he goes, I like most of Josh's team, but, you know, I got him at 7. And I, But here's the thing. I get, yeah, RB2 needs to be better. I probably could have gone somewhere else that way. In the draft, I... I, I like some of my picks. And I I like how my team turned out. Definitely wish I would have gotten an RB sooner, but I ended up not having to not getting to do what my draft strategy was, and that's why I was trading back a lot. Like I yeah. I traded back a ton. The cut pick was not actually at the two yeah, three turn. So, yeah. It was actually at the end of the yeah, th- right. end of the third, um, and that was because I I didn't want to pick between Godwin and Hopkins. Um, I did. I was hoping Galladay would follow to me, but um, it was probably a little ambitious. I would have taken Galladay over Cup. I mean, I have three guys that have a high probability of being the top player at their <laughs> position, so um, what picked you we'll at? see how it goes.
1: Um, yeah, no, I, I, I did like most of what you did, like you said. Like trading back a lot kind of cost you maybe some value later on. At flex and whatnot. Uh, moving on to my eighth team, I have Trayton Benz. Um, this is actually before the Ronald Jones news broke, so I may have to move him down. But uh, for now, he s- stays firm at eight. You know, obviously Saquon, he's kind of a bust, but, uh, you know, he'll get a lot of volume, and, you know, the Giants might be better this year in year two of Daniel Jones. So we'll see what happens with uh, Bustery. Tyreek Hill, I thought, was one of the best picks of the draft. Got really good value there. I am not as big on Godwin or Ridley as most people are. I think they're the number two option on their own team. How are they going to be great fantasy wide receivers? I know Godwin had an insane year last year. I don't think he's going to repeat that. So Godwin, Ridley, as his uh, two, two and three wide receivers, wasn't as huge of a fan of that. And then, like Josh talked about, he kind of just, just threw, threw pennies into a fountain uh, at RB2 with Melvin Gordon, Ronald Jones, and Montgomery back to back to back. Kind of seemed like he was reaching for running backs, hoping something would work out there. It, it very well could. I don't see any of those situations being great for him. I liked the value of Hollywood Brown as the fourth wide receiver. Uh, Breeze and Henry, pretty good quarterback tight end combination, but I just am not as big on Trey's wide receivers and then RB2 as he is. So I have him at eight.
0: Yes. Trey is ranked for me. Uh, <laughs> I I like his wide receivers uh, quite a bit. I like the Montgomery pick, who obviously could uh, miss a little time at the beginning, but is just solid uh, when he comes back. Nothing flashy, but uh, solid value. So Trey uh, was five for me. Um, I like the again like the wide receivers, like Barkley. Not in love with Gordon, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I have, my, have I have myself three. Oh,
1: um, No bitch. confidence, you bitch. I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously, I hate what happened to Ronald Jones, because I was actually pretty hopeful for him. Uh, but, you know, between. Ronald uh, Jones? Yes. Uh, <laughs> between Melvin and Montgomery, I'm assuming one of them will, or I can mix and match those guys to have a decent RB2. And outside of that, I really like my quarterback tied in. Uh, I think I have a trio of good receivers and then obviously Saquon, so I, I have myself a three.
2: Josh. I'm thinking I had Trey <laughs> probably around six or seven-ish. I think I already locked someone in for seven. Oh, I locked myself in at seven. <laughs> um, so, so, so I guess technically Trey's, nah, Trey's team's definitely not better than mine. Eight. He's eight. He's eight, yeah. I think I have to agree with Ty, he's probably eight. Um, Yeah.
1: All right, and then coming in at the second to worst team in the league, I have William, Singletary, McCombs. like we said earlier, he's just so concentrated. He's got a lot of Bears, a lot of Seahawks, a couple Packers. Uh, I'm not as huge on Miles Sanders as other people, and I think Jonathan Taylor needs an injury. I really liked the Kyler pick, and I think Hayden Hurst has a chance to break out. Devontae Adams, obviously a stud, but I just I his roster just kind of meh to me. Not a, guys, not a lot of guys with upside other than Taylor, and Taylor kind of needs an injury. cream Hunt also needs an injury. Like I think things could swing will's way and he could have a really good team but as of right now I don't love it so I got him at nine.
0: yeah I also have will at nine and one of the reasons I think Miles Sanders is just risky yeah um, I agree I think he does have really, I think he doesn't have really high upside he was on fire uh, towards the end of last year but I think yeah riskiness of Sanders worries me um, I, I, I did like the Jonathan Taylor. I like Adams, but, like,
1: I'm not over the – It's know, just I kind of a whatever of pick, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, looking at Will's roster, I'm, I am I kind of like a lot of the individual pieces, but I think kind of like what Ty said, I don't love the roster construction on it. I also have Will
1: at nine, and I agree, <laughs> I agree with everything Luke said. I don't hate a lot of the picks, but I just would not want his team, really. It's kind of it, – Ty, Ty put it perfectly. It's very meh. It's not exciting. Kyler is his only like exciting player, um, so maybe he kind of like wins him some leagues. But some people think Metcalf is is I'm exciting, not. but I'm not on that trend. I'd say at 9.
2: Um, well, considering the only other team left for most, most of you guys is Cole, I believe. I think I like Cole's team better than Will, so Will's got to take 10. <laughs> and Cole's got to take 9.
1: You heard it here first. Josh is predicting back-to-back Sackos for the first time. And wait, wait, wait. That's, oh, not, what oh, yeah, That's oh, not what I said. Oh, yeah,
2: sorry. That's not what I said. It was the team. Oh, you're right, you're right. All right. And but, then you know, that going to be coming. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> coming in at number 10, we have Cole's team. I don't want to pick on anyone's team. Everyone had a great draft. But uh, <laughs> but Cole did not have a great draft.
0: Uh,
2: Much too busy entertaining
1: for me,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Second year in the league, so he is the most inexperienced blind squirrels fantasy player, but I just I just didn't love his roster. Josh Jacobs, I'm lower on Josh Jacobs than everyone else. When, he, when Jacobs got taken, everyone let out a huge sigh, except for me, I was like, thank God, that bum is off the board. <laughs> uh, Drake is kinda risky. Drake's only had one half a good year in his whole career, and he's been in the NFL for four years, so who knows if he's gonna return round one value there. Uh, Amari Cooper, Adam Thielen, solid but not great wide receivers. Cortland Sutton, I think, is gonna go way down with all those new pieces right, in Denver. Amari
2: Cooper part of the best receiving core in the league.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know he's pretty good, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Darren Waller, I'm I'm not. I think Darren Waller is gonna be worse than he was last year. Um, Mostert, I, I I can see the upside of the Mostert. and I actually think Mostert should probably start the year as Cole's flex, depending on the matchup. But over the, year, over the uh, span of the year, I think Mostert will break down just because he's literally never done anything his whole career. I don't know why it would be different this year. Aaron Rodgers didn't love that pick. And then, I don't know. I just don't really like his team that much. Colt's 10. Yeah,
0: I have Colt at four. Woo! Wait, you Whoa. have 10? Oh, I don't know. I've been saying for okay. okay. so I was, like I, was uh, like, I don't like, think I have 10. <laughs> 10. I had will at nine. Uh, Cole. I I just I love I love his three pack of running backs of Jacobs, Drake and Mostert. I'm high on all three of those, and I like his three pack of receivers in Cooper Thielen, and Sutton. I'm not in love with Sutton, because uh, I'm not particularly a believer in Drew Lock, but yeah, Cortland Sutton, uh, the Cortland Sutton is so good, like as yeah, a player. Yeah, so he's I'm, good. Even him, and Waller, uh, the the Raiders' receiving core is just. I mean, hey, it's rookies and, and tell that to so, Brian
1: Edwards, you bitch.
2: I, tell that to like, Hunter like Renfro, like you Edwards. bitch. Yeah, I mean, they're, but they're all just young, and yeah, I think really Wallers
0: just continue to be a target monster. So I like Cole's roster. The Waller. I don't. I think his draft fell apart after <laughs> most after the moster pick. <laughs> but if you're gonna fall fall apart in half of the draft, I'd rather be the back half than the top. <laughs> well, that's for damn sure. Um, <laughs> see, I have call. See, this is kind of weird because I have
1: Cole at ten. But I actually thought, like, his team's not bad. I actually thought that everyone did pretty good this year. Um, like, I have Cole at 10, but I love Will Jacobs. you passing out participation trophies? Saying, like, <laughs> like, here's the thing. I love Jacobs. Hey, we all did great, guys. <laughs> I love Jacobs. I'm pretty I'm pretty good with Cooper and Thielen. I like Mostert, Waller. My big nitpicks are don't like his quarterback situation, uh, don't love Sutton, and don't like Kane Drake. But, like, it's not a bad team at all. And I, I agree the second half of his, his draft kind of sucked. But, um, he also pulled a will and just took, like, four Broncos. Like, I know it's, like, kind of funny I mean, when it happens. But, right. I mean, I
0: got Christian Kirk. I,
1: Judy, Fant, McManus. Like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the Broncos could be a bottom five offense in the NFL.
2: No. It, they if could if have a bottom five if quarterback. If quarterback love, yeah. doesn't He's bad. like, it. people are – I mean, people most, think he will, but if he doesn't. just giving the ball to Alvin
1: Gordon like twenty times a game. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Josh.
2: Um, I think I already said it. I got him around nine, nine or ten. I, know. Yeah. I, I really like Jacobs. I personally know how bad Drake actually is. Um... Um, I think, uh, I think son, I've had Drake like on my team last like four years. I think I drafted him every year. He was on the Dolphins. <laughs> and then I traded him away last year before he went to the Cardinals, and he went off. He went off. <laughs> um, so I think no, it's was, was afraid to love again. <laughs> um, Cooper, eh? Thielen, eh? Thielen. I think he's gonna to be a little bit worse uh, because. Even if whenever Diggs isn't on the field, like he, just the threat of threat of that, they just plan for him differently. Usually, I think so I think he's gonna have a worse season. Um, I do think that it like it could go 50-50. Aaron Rodgers could go back to like what he's been, but who knows? Like he should be amazing, but last year he blew. So yeah.
1: All right. So that is your 2020 draft recap and review. Now we're going to transition to the 2020 season preview uh, and fresh off the minds of talking about the teams. We're just going to kind of go around and talk about how we think the season will play out. What will the final standings look like? And what are the SACO and playoff predictions? Trey, start us off. Okay. I thought we were going to finish the show with this, but um, <laughs> no,
2: we'll finish the show with the yeah week, week one news. preview. Okay. Um, let
1: me pull up my notes here. So, the playoff teams, I have being uh, Luke, Jerry, myself, and Josh. Um, what is up, Andrew Moore. And special guest, Andrew Moore has made his way into the podcasting room. Andrew, do you have anything to say to our loyal listeners? Uh, I hope they're ready to make some money this year. Uh, Got some good <laughs> stuff planned out. Uh, keep, keep those ears and eyes open. Do, do you have any week one lines you're already looking at or leaning towards? Not, not yet, but we'll okay. get there. we okay. got some re- more research to do. We'll post you know, it on the Instagram. Exactly. We want the most, we want the most accurate reporting. Uh, so we'll, probably wait, we'll probably wait until the day or
2: two before make sure you
1: know. <laughs> get the most updated facts. All right. Thank you. That is our gambling expert, Andrew Moore. Just so
2: you guys know, he waved at the fans. He just waved goodbye <laughs> to all of you <laughs> as he walked out of
1: the room. And uh, So my playoffs are Luke, Jerry, myself, and Josh. And in my championship, I have myself oh. going for the three P beating Shocker. Lucas Rayford in the
0: championship. Oh, that's devastating for sure. I, so
2: <laughs> I got so close. I got so close. Wait, you did here? you
1: have the Sacco? Or are we doing
2: oh, all, we do all a playoffs and then all Sacco. All right, playoffs. I'm going with myself. I'm gonna go with Jerry. I'm going to go with Ty, and I'm going to go with Luke. Woo! I think um, I make it to the final against Luke, Woo! <laughs> and it's a toss-up. I'll let my phone aside. I win because oh. I landed on heads. Sorry,
0: Luke. Gosh, I was so close again. <laughs> Guys, I have some heartbreaking news. I am doing the Mega draft right now, and Adam Thielen went one pick ahead of me. Oh, I couldn't man. get him. I on and on a thing. Oh, I was so ready to reach. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, um, for my playoff prediction, I'm gonna have myself in there, of course, uh, mostly through uh, really good trading. Uh, <laughs> shout out to IBM.
2: Not because your draft shout is good.
1: And then I'm going to have Josh in there as well because I think he figures out that RB2 situation. Something happens, an injury, Marlon Mack takes off, and he's got uh, Mahomes and Kelsey. So I think Josh finds a way in there. I like Jerry because uh, I think he has the number one roster and he can't soil it that much. And then I have, as the last playoff spot, Lucas. Let's Circle go. the wagons. rapert. Finds a way in. Finally, his points for it pays off, <laughs> and much to Luke's
0: chagrin, yeah,
1: he loses so another championship.
0: <laughs> oh, this, this time, this hilarious to me. Oh, no. <laughs> so Luke, Luke is, Luke is, is three, and zero, and making right. the finals. It's time to reverse the course of history here. <laughs> uh, so I have myself making the playoffs. I also have. I have to pay respects to back-to-back champion. Uh, I will go with the commissioner, Cannon Kern, in the playoffs. Wait,
1: you have Trey.
0: I have Trey. I think he'll figure <laughs> it out. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <That's> disgusting. <laughs> and Cannon. I, uh,
2: yes, I have Cannon. And of course, Cole.
0: the stoic, the the playoff mainstay, Andrew Moore, <laughs> and I have myself taking down the former champion in the finals. <laughs> Who? Trey. Oh. I guess Candy can have also the me. Yes, he could. But, no, yeah. I think I'm winning my first championship this year. <laughs> I'm not losing <laughs> the finals, guys. <laughs> All um, right, so,
1: uh, Irrelevancy. Good. Alright, no, let's do- I guess we yeah. can do irrelevancy, whatever. Um, my irrelevant teams are Andrew, as always, and Ty.
2: <laughs> I think- <laughs> <laughs> I think Andrew and Max are, uh, are irrelevant guys. I also have
1: Andrew because is water wet, and then I have Max as well.
0: Hey! I have, um, I have Cole, irrelevant, <laughs> and I have- Yes! Not my sacco. Alright, now let's go through the fun part
1: the sacco predictions. Um, (laughs) And by by process of elimination, (laughs) we have now understood where Josh's team stands in Luke's heart. Alright, so my sacco is Will, Cannon, oh wait. Um, Yep. Will, Cannon, Max, and Cole. And in my sacco finals, uh, I have Will as the runner up to the Sacco, so he will not be bisexual. And his first Sacco ever. Welcome to the Sacco,
0: Cole
2: Walker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Sacco, um, who do I I guess remaining, that would mean I have Cole, um, Will, Trey, <laughs> and. I don't think I said... Yeah, you're in the playoffs. Yeah. Who's the other one? I think one? Cannon? Yeah, I'm Cannon. <laughs> oh, I think Cannon gets too distracted by his girlfriend. Cannon is our first Commissioner Sacco. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: who does he beat in the Sacco finals? Will. Okay. I also have in the Sacco playoffs, Cannon, Cole, Will, and Trey. And I have in in a narrow, narrow defeat, Cannon barely does not get the sacco. Sorry,
0: Cole. <laughs> <laughs> and in my sacco, I have Will, Max, Josh, and Jerry. <laughs> Got and I think Josh <laughs> makes his first sacco finals. I think Josh makes the sacco finals, but squeaks it out. And welcome to the bisexual club, <laughs> Jerry!
2: She <laughs> so Luke hates
0: my team. I made three playoffs and one Sacco final. Didn't
2: you
1: have Jerry Is like your number two roster? Or? Yes.
0: <laughs> Jerry, Cremble, Cremble. Jerry will mean. find
1: a way to soil. Right. Um, so that's your season predictions. Now. <laughs> they say love finds um, a way. <laughs> you know, Honestly, this pod's going kind of long, so let's just kind of screw waiver wire and trade review. There's not really much to cover there, so let's just head on to week one. Wait, wait, except whoa, for whoa, whoa, whoa! Except for
0: I picked up. There have been Chris sh- Thompson for thirteen dollars. So <laughs> oh, we gotta do, we gotta we do that. We gotta do riple riple Armstead. <laughs> oh yeah, a right Paul Armstead.
1: Josh usually does the waiver do you have a report. A waiver
2: report. Uh, no, I, uh, I
1: think set. I, said I have, it right.
2: have it right here. All right. Yeah, actually, uh, let's, let's get the All right. And
0: board. with the highest bid team Henderson back acting early on the waivers. grabs right Armstead for $25. No other bids. Oh, my $13 bid for Chris Thompson dropping the same player so it was a backup plan for me.
1: Well, you if also wouldn't have won because you yeah, exactly. got outbid. you so got $25.
0: But for $13 I pick up Chris Thompson off the waivers. No, no other, other <laughs> Already wasting you know, some was buddy. <laughs>
1: And then we had a couple of $0 bids. Pretty irrelevant. All right. Um, it half point
0: per reception PPR. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, let's move on then to the week one preview. Yes,
0: yes.
1: Um, I'm going to start out, and I'm going to preview the matchup between... just
2: go quick, like like who we think's going to win, like two or three matchups. Okay. Play matchups. So. All
1: right. Uh, Feel the Breeze versus the RESM Super Seniors, which I don't really get that team name (laughs) but uh are you trying to be funny or something okay i don't know um let's see who do i think is gonna win espn thinks canon is gonna win and espn is usually right (laughs) uh i have not prepared anything for this so i'm just gonna roll with clyde i think clyde goes off thursday night i'm going with canon
0: I'm in the same boat as Ty. I think Clyde goes off against, uh, you know, a less than great Texans defense. I'm going to take Cannon in this one. Yeah. So Cannon beats me
1: week one every single year, and I am discouraged and distraught. Um, but not. not this year. <laughs> uh, Drew Brees is going to go off against Tampa Bay, uh,
2: and I'm going to beat Cannon by two points. I'm gonna
1: keep track of the picks.
2: Um, I think that Cannon starts off his bid for Sacco very well, week one, and loses to Trey. (laughs) Yes. All right, so two picks for Cannon, two picks for Trey. Uh, Moving on to the next game. I will do Ty versus Cole. Okay. Um. So uh, this week, uh, ESPN has our uh, three-person. Right? Did you guys all pick Cole? No, I picked Jerry. So our two-person Sacco uh, predictor, Cole, beating Ty. But Chew. I think that – oh, wow. Mark Inger's projected very few points. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that Dalvin has a good game at home um, against Green Bay, and I think Ty wins by a touchdown. I'm winning
1: by way more than a touchdown here as Cortland Stuffins' team is trash, worst in the league. <laughs> uh, Cole will be exposed by t- uh, myself, who, in the history of this league, fun fact for you loyal listeners, has never lost in week one. Check the history books; it's a fact. Never lost week one. Not starting this year. I'm defeated. White White shirt starts one and zero. Yeah, yeah, I,
0: I'm expecting regression. <laughs> and I'm going to go with Cole, week one. Josh Allen against the Jets. Jimmy. I think that's just too free. Yep, I'm actually going to go with Cole as well, despite having him as my sacko.
1: Uh, Josh Allen against the Jets. Jacobs against one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Cole here. Um, all right, Jerry, is it, yeah, Jerry versus Will. I got this one. Uh, okay. Let's see. Jerry versus Will. Jerry is uh, one of our consensus top-rated rosters, and Will is one of the consensus worst. Uh, Kyler on the road against a tough San Francisco team. Miles Sanders coming off an injury uh, to start. So I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Jerry to blow out Will in week one.
0: Ooh.
2: Um, I think – I think this might be uh, Will's best game of the season, uh, but I still think he loses to Jerry. Oh God. Can't wait to see his worst game of the season. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm predicting. Uh, uh, like are we going 0 and 12 for Will? No, not 0 and 12 for Will. But <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking maybe, oh, I guess with the extra half point per reception, it's going to be hard to hit the record low, but Will might find a way to do it
1: still. <laughs> um. I, liked, I do like Jerry's team a lot. I have him in the playoffs, but I think he actually drops week one. The fantasy gods punish him for being an out-of-towner, and I think he <laughs> loses to Will week one. Let's go, Bear Jew.
0: Yeah, I feel like I have to take Jerry here. Uh, Kyler has a bad matchup. Miles Sanders is going to be coming off an injury, and I'm a little concerned there. Uh, there's going to be that interesting matchup uh, between Lockett and Metcalf in the flex. Uh, which should be fun to watch, but I think I'm going to take Jerry.
2: Praise be, right. DK Metcalf. Uh, Ty, crazy Tyler. Circle the, Circle the wagons Ooh.
1: versus I'm suck listening. my Didka. It's the Luigi's Mansion throwdown. These teams. <laughs> <laughs> we got two rush, two rushing quarterbacks facing each other. Uh, one uh, this upcoming Thursday. So be at Luigi's Mansion at 7:20 if you want to see that play out. And Luke's. Uh, Luke Cry when Deshaun Watson throws a touchdown <laughs> to
0: Will Fuller.
1: Okay, uh, I'm going to go with Luke here. I think his wagons get circling pretty quickly this season. Uh, Blake Jarwin scores a couple of touchdowns. The Blake out starts. Le'Veon Bell ravages the Bills, much to Luke's own chagrin. On, jump. On, jump. Really? But I'm going with Luke week one.
0: Yeah, I think I'm also going to take myself uh, I think just top to bottom, uh, the roster is just too strong. 49ers defense, obviously a great defense, going against Arizona, who could be a really good offense, is an interesting play. Uh, but yeah, top to bottom, I think my roster too strong for the little more.
1: Yeah, um, I had Luke as my number one rated roster and losing in the championship, but I think it gets off to a rocky start here in week one. Um, you know, I think. Playing his flex against his defense isn't exactly a good strategy, and I think it's going to it's gonna crumble him this time. Uh, he's going to wish he had circled Le'Veon Bell into his bench, and uh, he's
2: going to lose. Gonna lose. Um, I think – uh, I also think Andrew's going to win. Ooh. I think that Lamar is going to throw three touchdowns, two of them being DeMarc Andrews. Um, and then, again, playing your flex against your defense, never too smart, so mm-hmm. – um, unless there's a Blake out, I want to put a condition: if if, if Blake Jarwin <laughs> scores a touchdown, then Luke wins. No condition issue. No I condition think, I, think, <laughs> small, I think
0: the weakest one. I'm saying if the weakest on my roster does well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Bold, <laughs> great bold, condition. bold take there by Belford. Now moving on to old rivals, (laughs) Josh.
0: Matchup in the middle of your draft. No thank
1: you. I got it. Josh versus Max. We got Mahomes, Wilson, McCaffrey, Zeke. A star-studded matchup. Week one. I'm going with there goes my luck. Uh, I think he blows Max out of the water.
2: Week one. I'm also projecting more points than anyone else in the league, week one, but I'm going to be in the SACO Finals according to Luke.
0: Yeah, that always happens when you have a strong tight end, uh, projection wise. That's but cool. I am going to take Josh uh, in this matchup. Uh, Marlon Mack hasn't lost his value just yet. And so, i agree to take Josh.
1: He's got a strike on Iron Hawk, Marlon Mack. And then, uh, Max is benching Todd Gurley against his precious Seahawks. So, uh, I'm going to go with Joshua Belford in a landslide who are you
2: taking I'm also going to take myself sorry Max <laughs> we Max have a-, a consensus Max is going to be the uh, the guy who's watching from the Harps break room um, <laughs> just <laughs> trying to catch up on what's happened about why his team is terrible besides Russell wait, Wilson and Christian McAverett
0: has two All four
2: receptions and zero yards.
1: (laughs) All right. So that is going to be your week one preview. We'd like to thank the listeners for bearing with us in this hour, 20-minute-plus episode. I know it was a long one. From now on, we promise to keep it under 45 minutes.
0: Uh, Sure. We'll
1: see. Waste of time segment may affect that. Uh, Thank you, listeners, for being back with us for the 2020 season. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Sonic. Sonic, Nukes. Uh, the uh Circle the Wagons, and Tile. Uh, Old Dominion. We'll be posting the link to the episode on the Instagram account soon, so be watching out for that. And as always, thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this pod. Thank you guys so much. Can't wait for week one. Here we go. Football's back, baby.